0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Before we get started on today's podcast, let's talk about Two different sponsors that we have. Our first sponsor is Love My Legs Own Sound Gray Bruce. Click on the link below in the description and head on over to their website, which is a Facebook site, has all different kinds of women's leggings on there, and they have three different styles of waistbands. And they are the only lifetime guarantee in the business. So head on over to their web their website, their Facebook page, and check out what they have to offer. Our second sponsor for today is T-Shirts, She-Shirts. Once again, click on the link below in the description and head on over to their website and see what they have to offer. They are more than just a T-Shirt company. All right, let's get started with today's podcast. Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. In this episode of The Surge Effect, we are going to be talking a little bit about, at the start I'm going to talk about Themis, which is the uh, Greek goddess of laws. Uh, you don't know who Themis is, yeah, you've probably seen her a million times. She's the uh, the lady statue that stands up and she has the uh, waist scales in one hand and she has a blindfold on in the other that blindfold is to show you that the laws of the land are equal among all people and uh there's no favorites doesn't matter what political party you're in it doesn't matter who you belong to what religious belief you're in law is the law of the land for everyone okay so uh yeah so we're going to talk a little bit about that so there she is right there if you've never seen her before um, like I said, she's got waist scales there, and she's got a blindfold on. Now, with that being said, I'm going to show you a few uh, a video clips of uh, what's transpired just in the last several days uh, in the States, in the United States. I jump back and forth from the States to Canada. There's so much political s- stuff going on. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but... For instance, right now I'm going to show you some stuff about uh, – with Hunter Biden, on with Hunter Biden down the states and some of the committees. Um, with the Democrats, of course, are saying that there's uh, nothing to see here, nothing to see here for Hunter. Um, but with equal justice, there should be something to see here because if people remember about the impeachment of Donald Trump, um, it was a phone call. And there was one line in that phone call, and I've actually covered this in a previous podcast. You can go back and find it. Uh, but in a nutshell, it was one little line that he uh, said to Zelensky. Nothing was really, you know, no big deal. Nothing was said. He was just having a conversation. Nothing wrong with that. And that was like one little thing. One thing that he did, and they impeached him they pushed for impeachment the Democrats pushed through with it and everything else and now they're saying with the Hunter and the Bidens there's nothing to see here nothing to see here well I'm going to show you right now from the um, the Congressional Committee uh, the Means and Ways House Ways and Means Committee that um, they do have stuff So, watch this. Moments ago the Ways
1: and Means Committee we voted to release over 700 pages of additional material provided to the committee by two IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, who came forward at great risk to their careers and reputations to bring to light evidence of corruption and misconduct within our federal government. On June 22nd, the committee voted to release the initial testimony of the two IRS whistleblowers that showed wrongdoing and misconduct at both the Department of Justice and the IRS. Their testimony then also shed light on a complex and lucrative enterprise operated by the Biden family to enrich themselves to the tune of at least $20 million, with much of Hunter Biden's share going unreported for taxes. In the months since, no one has offered any evidence that contradicts
0: Moments ago, the way That's right. Comm- That's right. No one's come forward and uh, disputed any of the evidence that they have. They literally have thousands of pages of emails and text messages, and of course the um, the uh, IRS agents there that came for the whistleblowers and they followed the money, followed the trail. Um, seems to be a little bit more than just one little line in a conversation that was that would they impeached Trump for. um quite ridiculous but anyway so what the Ways and Means Committee did was they subpoenaed Hunter Biden to uh, come forward and uh, jump up in front of their committee the other day and uh, this was what Hunter Biden did at his press conference he held one right outside the house where he was supposed to go and testify because he was subpoenaed to show up so here what he said
1: for six years I've been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, "Where's Hunter?" Well here's my answer: I am here.
0: Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not
1: financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad and certainly not as an
0: artist. So even from the clip just before that when they were talking about millions of dollars that they'd found from the IRS, um, Al Capone, I've said this before in one of my other previous podcasts a while back, Al Capone actually, that's what they got him on, they got him on tax evasion, and they sent him to Alcatraz prison for tax evasion. Uh, and it was only like a million dollars, or something like that, that they that they'd found in his books, uh, bookkeeping that he didn't pay tax on, and they put him away for life and uh, here's Hunter Biden, um, who was subpoenaed to go and talk to Congress, the Means and Waste uh, Committee, and he did not even show up. Kind of crazy when you think of it, because I'm going to show you a video here right now, and this is uh, this is Mad- the of Adam Kissinger. Adam goes, uh, talks a little bit about somebody that uh, did the same thing, and uh, you might remember this, you might not, but. Have a listen to this.
1: Madam Speaker, voting on a criminal contempt resolution is not the position we hoped to be in, but Steve Bannon went out of his way to earn this resolution before us, and now we must approve it. Mr. Bannon's willful disregard for the select committee subpoena demonstrates his utter contempt for the American people's right to know how the attacks on January 6th came about. He has advanced a ludicrous legal argument in support of his decision not to cooperate or comply, a decision that defies the rule of law and rejects the will of the American people.
0: Defies the rule of law and goes against the American people. Kind of crazy when you think of it. And um, who's he uh, talking about here at this time? He was talking about a fellow by the name of Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon was a friend of Donald Trump. And if you have never seen him, I'll pop up a picture right here. President uh, Biden says he supports prosecution for those who defy congressional subpoenas. That's Steve Bannon right there. And that's what President Biden said in his own words. And he's on record saying it. That he should be prosecuted. Period. Now, here is Nancy Pelosi talking about it as well. And uh, what does she have to say? We'll have a lesson. This is in regards to the same exact thing.
1: Why is it important that Republicans vote for well, because they take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. The genius of our Constitution and of our founders was the separation of power, checks and balances. If, in fact, you want to negate the ability of, the of one check of another branch of government over another, then you are undermining the Constitution. So this goes beyond Bannon in terms of its, its, its um, importance, and you would think that if they take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution, they would vote for the system of checks and
2: balances.
0: So, for the system of checks and balances, getting back to Themis, of course, like I said about the, uh, the goddess of the of law, getting back to her, checks and balances would be the Democratic Party doing the same thing that she asked the Republican Party to do. Democratic Party swore an oath to the Constitution of the United States. Therefore, they have to do the same thing to Steve Bannon, or sorry, to Hunter Biden that they did to Steve Bannon. Now, you might say, well, what did they do to Steve Bannon? Well, Steve Bannon did not uh, answer that subpoena. He did not go talk to the January 6th committee. and they charged him with contempt. And this was after his court hearing, right here. Picture of him and his lawyer. And they gave him four months in prison. Four months is what they gave Steve Bannon. And he did the exact same thing that Hunter Biden just did. So, that being said. Uh, James Comey and Jim Jordan they had a little bit of something to say in regards to what uh, Hunter Biden did um, basically the same the same day because the reporters of course sworn him in the hallways uh, of Congress and here's what they said
3: this is the normal process in the investigation this has been a serious, credible, transparent investigation from day one. We've published four bank memorandums. We've had countless press conferences. This is an investigation about public corruption at the highest levels. We have accumulated mountains of evidence that's concerning to an overwhelming majority of Americans. We have specific questions in there, and I think we're gonna allow you in there to see the uh, piles and piles of documents, of bank statements, of emails, of text messages, that we've worked very hard on in this committee over the last eight or nine months. Uh, we expect to depose the president's son and then we will be more than happy to have a public hearing with him. Uh,
4: with that, I'll turn it over to Chairman Jordan. Well, I, I would just echo what the chairman said. You know, we're disappointed that he didn't show up. I mean, he was just across the way at the Capitol. He think he could have come here and set for questions. If you do it in an open format now, you're gonna, get, you're gonna get filibusters, you're gonna get speeches, you're gonna get all kinds of things. Uh, what we want is the facts, and the way you get the facts in every single, def- uh, every single investigation I've been involved in is you bring people in for an interview behind closed doors where you can get those facts. And then, as the chairman said, we'd love for him to come public. Finally, I would say this, uh, Mr. Biden's counsel and the White House have both argued that the reason he couldn't come for a deposition was because there wasn't a formal vote for an impeachment inquiry. Well that's gonna happen in a few hours. We think it's gonna pass. We think the House of Representatives will go on record with the power that solely resides in the House to say we are in an official impeachment inquiry phase of our oversight and when that happens, we'll see what their excuse is then. They should have been here today, but once we take that vote, we expect him to come in for uh, for his interview, for his deposition. And frankly, uh, we'll also, I think, look at uh, contempt proceedings as we move forward. With that will take time. Why
0: not just call it a So they're going to look for uh, contempt proceedings moving forward, and then, of course, Jim Jordan was just talking about uh, the impeachment vote, which actually went through. So they are going—they are definitely uh, going to be uh, impeaching uh, Biden. So um, with that being said, with Jim and uh, and Jim. Uh, With Hunter not showing up for his subpoena to answer some questions, just to show what kind of a person he is as well, is – maybe a lot of people don't realize this, but all the Trump kids, uh, Ivanka, Eric, and Don Jr., they all testified for literally hours upon hours upon hours. I think Don Jr. did about 30 hours um, all totaled in Congress, and he just actually just went and testified again in New York, but uh, Don Jr. stood up and and, uh, took it. And, and did his did his time by answering questions. Um, and here's a little bit uh, something that um, this was what happened with Congress because he also testified uh, with Congress as well. So here's just a few little things that uh, happened in the halls.
3: The president's son back in front of the Senate
0: Intelligence
3: Committee after allegations from former Trump attorney Michael Cohen that Junior seemed to have discussed that infamous meeting with Russians at Trump Tower with the president, and allegations that Junior lied to Congress about the Trump Tower Moscow project. Michael Cohen, who let's not forget, is. Serving time right now for lying. Junior later emerging from his subpoenaed appearance, claiming his story hadn't changed. I don't think I changed anything of what I said because there was nothing to change.
0: So yeah, he was also talking about Michael Cohen there. Michael Cohen was actually in prison because he actually did lie to Congress. And of course, with the Moscow, they kept trying to uh, uh, attach Russia with Trump and some hotels in Moscow. This. Is ridiculous. It all came to pass after four years, that uh, after like two major investigations, um, with the Mueller and the Durham report both coming forward after, like I said, years of investigations and showed zero, nothing to see here. Um, but they hammered it anyway, over and over and over again. But that was Don Jr. Uh, stepping up to the plate, and uh, because he was asked to do it. And here once again is Don Jr. Uh, this was for the January. 6th committee, I believe. Uh, Don Jr. testifies for hours before the January 6th committee, and um, Don Jr. voluntarily met with January 6th committee investigators for hours, and um, of course he testified, did his thing, and uh, his sister, I believe, uh, testifying before him. He's the second former President, uh, president's son, Donald Trump Jr. It just shows basically that uh, he stepped up to the plate and answered the questions because of the subpoena that was given out. So since there was a subpoena, like I said, given out, he stepped up and answered. If he didn't answer, what do you think would happen to Don Jr.? Leave some comments. Leave some comments. Just drop some comments hit the comment button down below and, and leave your comments And while you're watching the video please um, like subscribe share uh, it's much appreciated this is how the algorithm works uh, leave some comments right there um, like I said like and share uh, on all social platforms any of the content that you see share it with your friends uh, family and stuff this is how the algorithm works in YouTube and this is how um, YouTube videos move up and down the scale, uh, just the way it works, just the algorithm. I've done, like, probably 170 videos now, um, somewhere in that ballpark, and uh, I do motivational stuff as well. It's out there. It's on my uh, on my channel. I started doing that before I started doing the political stuff. I still do both uh, just to kind of keep busy, um, but, yeah, spread my stuff around. It's much appreciated, and... Uh, That's how the algorithm works, like I said, with YouTube. So the other day when I covered about truth bombs on my – one of my podcasts was called Truth Bombs. It was about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, like I said, some people like this guy. Some people hate this guy. And I always ask myself, why do people hate certain individuals, right? And like I said in previous podcasts, people might think I like Trump I don't like the guy. I don't hate the guy. Same with Biden. Don't like him. Don't hate him. Got no skin in the game. Just want a fair and equal playing field. That's all I want. But when you see people like this Vivek Ramaswamy dropping truth bombs, and you know it's the truth, and they attack him for it, you know he's close to the mark because that's what happens, right? As soon as you get close to target, then people start firing arrows at you because you're getting close, and he is he's on the mark this guy he really is so this is what he said the other night at the last uh, debate so here's a few things that he' had, that he had said in case you missed my my last podcast I'll play it on this one here and I'll explain a little bit at the end of what he says because I'm going to show you a few more video clips these all go together with this clip here so here we go
3: Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your book a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump.
0: Now he said, the great replacement theory, remember that. theory,
3: But a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform, that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by Big Tech, that the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the National Security Establishment. <laughs> okay. They actually Thank put you. up the Trump-Russia collusion oath that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person That'll on it, the sir. stage who can Thank say these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday okay. morning came and criticizing him when it's convenient. Governor Christie.
0: Interesting little take there by Vivek and truth bombs getting dropped big time there. Anyway, so the other day, this is what happened at another um, convention that uh, Vivek was at, and this is what uh, Vivek had to say.
3: We demand a government that tells us The truth again in this country. That's what we require. We can handle the truth. That's what it means to be a citizen of this country. So I say that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) At a certain point, just shut the fuck up. Van Jones at CNN. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you why he said this, why he said, said this about Van Jones, because Van Jones said this, when, Said this, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy actually uh, posted it on his Twitter feed, he says, yesterday Van Jones called me a demagogue for discussing the Great Replacement Theory, remember what he said at the debate, the Great Replacement Theory, now that's about immigration, okay, Uh, just in case you weren't uh, up on that. But see how these little things kind of pass you by and you're not too sure on uh, what they mean or what it's all about. So uh, anyway, he says, so uh, these are in Van's words. This is what he says. The request from the radical uh, racial justice left, we want the white majority to go from being a majority to being a minority and like it, that's a tough request and change is hard. Now, you don't believe that he said that? Well he in fact did say that and here we go. I just read that so we're just getting to the part where he's actually going to talk here so just give me one second let's fast forward the video a little bit until he actually comes on and you'll hear it in his own words right here. Here we
1: go. Basically the request from the racial justice left is that we want The white majority to go from being a majority to being a minority and like it. That's a tough request. And the reality is that change is hard. Change that you want is hard. Change that is good.
0: So there you go. That's about the replacement theory. That's what started off with Vivek saying it at the debates. And then that's what made him say what he said. Because Van Jones actually said this himself himself in a Zoom call. And he's calling Vivek a demigod and calling him like a Hitler and all this other stuff. He literally said what Vivek was talking about. See, these little things just don't make any sense to me. So here's Vivek once again. This is the other day. And Vivek, of course, dropping truth, truth. People, for some reason, freak out when they hear the truth. And when you have evidence... To, to prove it, this lady here, listen to what she says. she's asked. She asked Vivek a question because on, they're on CNN, Republican uh, Presidential Town Hall. So she asks him a question, and she hardly even lets him answer it. She keeps interrupting him. I think it's totally rude. Journalistic Journalism is like out the window, and I'm just going to play for it and let you decide. I'm going to stop it a few times possibly because it's – it's ridiculous as speaking, well.
2: Speaking of those debates, let me ask you about something that you said at the debate last week. You used the phrase inside job to describe what happened on January 6th. The next day, Capitol rioter Alan Hosteler uh, highlighted your comments at his sentencing. He is going to prison for 11 years. Hosteler uh, threatened members of Congress. He brought a hatchet, knives, pepper spray. Stun batons, tactical gear to the U.S. Capitol. Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in court?
3: So here's my concern, Abby. And I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me, it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened, if you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media but was focused on my world of developing medicine. If you had told me that January 6th was in any way an inside job the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false. By 51 CIA experts and otherwise, before we now know that it was true, you could go straight down the list of Trump Russia disinformation collusion hoax, all of it. Now we come to January 6.
0: This is where it gets kind of wild.
3: The reality is we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think I it's just shameful. If me finish the well, well, let finish this answer. Well, really I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here
2: because. Able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal agents. You're saying that there were federal agents. This is, this agents is important. To you you are saying there in the on, on yes. January 2nd. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd
3: on January. So, Day. so why, before Congress when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none; they just couldn't so say so that how many were. So you're saying that there's no that
2: you have not seen evi- any evidence. So we've that seen were, multiple, and so, so we've seen, seen, seen multiple
3: informants suggesting that there were. We know people. Were, we know people were FBI informants. So we're
0: asking. Is there any evidence? I, I, I just, I just, is there Let, well, let, let me let, let, let me clarify. Man, it was very uncomfortable for. You. I'm going to clarify man, my. Man, it it's really uncomfortable for her because she doesn't even want him to talk.
2: I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure.
0: Here we keep saying we have to say the truth. We have to talk the truth here.
2: Okay. you understand? Oh, I, oh, I understand the people. I told you. I was three you years know, ago. Where I'm not is the now. evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had applied so an inside I just, job? But no, I'm, an inside fired inside job, I'm not going to. I'm not I'm on January I'm not going to let you put words in my right. mouth. I'm going to put
3: my words in my mouth, and I'm going to tell you what. Where is the evidence that the government was involved? Entrapment.
0: I was going to explain entrapment, entrapment. If you don't know what it is, I'm going to explain a little bit if he has the opportunity.
2: Planning or executing okay. January 6th. So, right. so I'm, going to, I'm going to give you,
3: I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we're going to we're, we're going to go through this, and you can and you can you can push back and, on that, and, and you can push back on that, and let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released? 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting. Tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Now you see footage coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Hill. Allow Mr. Mr. Ramaswamy in again, right through the front door. I mean, that could have that's right. of it. been or And that should
2: have been released before. That, it shows in my deeper questions. officers is being over And I want to talk about one more. By case. violent, really That's going to be, majority majority of I'm be of hard. I'm going to be hard shows. So what you're going to try?
0: Let me hear your comments. What do you think about all this, of her interrupting? Just drop some comments.
2: Let's Let's cherry pick. Use, I'm not cherry-picking. If I finish that, I'm not cherry-picking. Sure to, 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 to the contrary, to the contrary, you know who cherry-picked, you know cherry, you know cherry and pick say that the government The that that government cherry-picked
3: 12 hours of footage, when there was 200 hours of footage, cherry-picking was the government, not me. Release the so. whole thing. And so let, me, let me just finish one thing, too, because this is super important at the top. I like, think this is a Whit- civil libertarian issue of our time. When Gretchen, Gretchen- Whitmer is kidnapping. I want to keep it, I be really clear on this, because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to five thousand dollars encourage them to buy munitions plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan so much so and I want people at home to know this especially CNN viewers to know this is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards gave them a hug apologized seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water these people were exploited with credit cards up to five thousand dollars FBI agents putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was not Same thing with the, the, the Capitol police. police, people Mr. letting them freely, many of those people Mr. then get hard. The government cannot I, put you up to do something and then Mr. charge Mr. you, you freely. That's
0: She keeps interrupting him to the point of it's kind of nauseating to listen to that nonsense because she keeps interrupting him and doesn't give him the chance to speak and what he's trying to say about January the sixth and entrapment. Now she keeps saying, Oh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence that that you know that this even happened or blah blah blah. Well I'm gonna show you the very first one, the very first one that I in fact showed uh, several podcasts ago, and this is at the entrance of the Capitol, West Terrace and officer is holding the door for the people. This is actually what transpired. That day. And this is entrapment. This is letting people in and then charging them for it later. It's crazy. I'm just going to turn the music down just a little bit because it's kind of like church music. It's a little weird. But uh, anyway, listen, there, there's the police officer there. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, I'll explain to it. Uh, if you're listening to it on my uh, on a uh, podcast app, um, this is uh, Brady Nolton and his friends. They approach they just walk right through the capital police officers open up the door for them no problem at all there's the officer there's got his hand literally arm on the door opening it up he's right behind that door you can see it through the shadow officer's hands right there pushes the door open come on in fellas there you go come on in there you go so they all come in they got cameras up they are just walking through there they're not wrecking anything they're not destroying anything they're not breaking anything they're just walking through walking up the stairs they're not attacking the police officers zero of that oh there's some more people that the cops open up the door there you go walk right in and they're just walking right past them like no but no problem at all easy peasy no one's hurting the police officers no one's doing anything the police the, the protesters are just looking around going wow look at this and walking on in and in the rotunda brady he walked around peacefully taking videos and photos like a tourist you can see him there He's just walking around. They're waving flags. No one's breaking anything. Wrecking anything. Destroying anything. Yep. Nope, just waving flags. They're in the Rotunda area. Walking around. Taking videos once again. Brady and his friends took photos of each other. Thinking they were allowed to be in the Capitol. Probably because the police officers just held the door open for them. That's uh. Probably where with I Brady eventually asked police how he could exit. He left voluntary thanking the police officers as he walked out. Yep. Yeah. tapping them. yay, thanks a lot, appreciate it. cop hold the door open. off they go. On January 6, 2021, Brady Knowlton was he was entirely peaceful, didn't do anything, didn't break anything, just walked in with his camera, took some pictures with his friends, high- fiving cops on the way out. you know, thanking them, hey, see you later, and out he goes. And what did he get for that? What did he get for walking in, taking pictures, saying thanks to the police? Entirely peaceful government has charged Brady with 20 years. He could spend years away from his children because of that. 20! Isn't that something? Now, that lady there just on CNN just argued the fact with uh, Vivek that where's the proof? There's no proof. That's proof right there. There's one. Another one you probably have not seen, but I've showed this before in previous podcasts. And this is a peaceful protest. This is all the protesters. They're all peaceful, they're all lined up. And this one here is timed out. You'll see down the lower left hand side or right hand side, there's a timer, but just behind my, behind my picture. Anyway, everything's fairly peaceful. They're staying there until the police do something. They do exactly what Vivek Ramaswamy said they did shot tear gas into the crowd. You don't believe me? Well, I'm going to show you the video right here. There's no sound or anything on this, but you'll see smoke coming across the screen from the right to left. And then you'll see people moving forward because you're getting tear gassed. You can't breathe. But then the sound is going to come on here in a minute and you'll see why. See the smoke coming from right to left on the screen? You'll see why. So he just shoots it and misfires and this is to the right of what we just looked at prior to that. It's on the right side. smoke, the tear gas starts to expand and moves from right to left because of the wind and you watch what ensues. So These are all the police officers coughing because the tear gas is coming back towards them so they're backing up and getting away from that gas but it's also in the crowd so the crowd's moving forward as well and that's what you see but it looks like they're storming them or something but they're really not they're just getting away from that tear gas think about it Totally peaceful until that occurred. Almost like in Canada, up at the Ottawa Truckers, when they were all peaceful until the, until the jackboots came in and started, started uh, you know, pushing, the, assaulting, assaulting Canadian citizens with horses and batons. And, you know, they had assault weapons and stuff. Kind of crazy when you think of it, right? Per, totally peaceful until something like that is basically initiated to, to ratchet it up to the next level. <laughs> So there you go. That explains that in a nutshell. Like I said, listening to Vivek Ramaswamy and that Abbey from from uh, CNN talking about uh, January 6th and she wouldn't even let him have the opportunity to explain everything that happened on January 6th and saying there's no evidence, no evidence. And he's talking about the video that's been released by Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson happens to be the new speaker of the House now. Michael Johnson put, he released all that extra information onto the internet and released it to the public so now everyone can see it. Stuff that was stifled by this January 6th committee that no one else saw. They cherry picked what they wanted to. And now it's out, and everyone can see it for themselves. These are the things that hide. These are little things that are the truth. People can handle the truth. People of Canada can handle the truth. People of America can handle the truth. Just give us the truth. Because when all these little lies occur, that's when people, they don't trust other people. They don't trust politicians. They don't trust their government. They don't trust anyone because all of the – it's almost like uh, you know, not, when you lose trust from, say, your children or your spouse or your – your, one of your friends, if you lose that, it's very, very difficult to regain that back again. Really, really difficult. But um, anyway, that's the evidence. And she is wrong. And She was wrong in doing what she did to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy as far as I'm concerned. But people hate the guy. They don't like him. But he speaks the, the truth. Everything he said was the truth. You can find it. You can watch videos that I've, that I've posted before on, on previous podcasts. You can find out information for yourself. I'm just kind of opening it up and letting you kind of decide for yourself what you what you believe. You know, that's it. Anyway, that's it for today's podcast, everyone. I'm going to sign off. Thanks everyone that subscribed to my channel. Thanks to everyone that is going to subscribe to my channel. All you do is subscribe to my channel, hit the little bell, ding, ding, ding. Every time I post a new video, it goes right to your – you've been notified. It goes to your – YouTube account, or your email account tells you exactly that uh, I've posted a new uh, new video. Much appreciated. All my videos also go to Rumble, rumble rumble.com. You can find me there. And uh, I'm also on Twitter. My Twitter feed uh, is the same, Surge Effect, and you'll find my Twitter feed there. And uh, please, like, subscribe, and share my videos. It's much appreciated. And have yourself a great day. Until next time, cheers. This episode sponsored by He-Shirts, She-Shirts. Go to www.heshirtssheshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.